So I have a 23-year-old daughter, and she asked me who I was going to interview for the podcast most recently. And I said, Ed Duffy. She said, that name sounds kind of familiar. And I said, he's the guy on Instagram that finds rings with his metal detector. And she knew exactly who I was talking about. This guy is turning into kind of a local legend, uh, and he's very humble, very kind. Um, but he has an Instagram account. Uh, it's called OBX underscore Ed. OBX underscore Ed. Um, he's also known as Edward Duffy. He's a local real estate agent. And on his Instagram account, which he uses to promote real estate, he also shares his stories of finding people's lost rings or jewelry at the beach uh, or anywhere, frankly, on the Outer Banks. So he's turned into quite the talented gentleman and he kind of does it just, he, he obviously enjoys helping people and I admire that. And uh, we had a great talk and hopefully uh, you will enjoy it as well. And I tell you what, he's got me excited to uh, dust off my metal detector and get out on the beach and start uh, tinkering around a little bit. I've, I've never really found anything of great value, but uh, he gets out there a couple days a week and he just keeps finding really cool stuff. So uh, tune in, sit back, relax, and listen to Ed Duffy and I talk about his treasures on the Outer Banks, which happens to be the name of the show. Just random things. Once in a while you will find something and you don't know what it is. Uh, I found something a couple weeks ago that I I think is an ancient coin. Wow. It's uh, a cut. And I think it's older than like Spanish coins. I think wow. it might be, you know, who knows what. But uh, it's got sort of like the nape of somebody's neck on it that I can really? make out. And that's about all I can see on it. Huh. Yeah, I could, I could, this, I told you about the walking liberty coin. I couldn't make it out on the beach. I had to, you know, take a picture, zoom it in really good. And, right. And even then I was kind of, you know, I had to go online and figure out what it was because I had never seen one before. Well, silver corrodes pretty well. And um, right. after time, it'll turn black. And I found some jewelry that I tumble. I'll tumble it. And other times, I'll actually use electrolysis to try to get the corrosion off. Really? Okay. Yeah. You got your own laboratory there. And so, uh, this do you call it... Um, Treasure hunting? Do you call it metal detecting? I metal detect, and um, really, what I what I enjoy doing, and the thing I live for, is actually to find people's lost items. Nice. Because the reaction, uh, I'm trying to get into using a GoPro. I have one. I've used it once in a while, but um, the reaction when people find their thing that they th that thought was lost forever right. is priceless. Right. It's priceless. Absolutely. How many people do you think you've helped so far? Um, this year, probably about 30. Wow. Last year, maybe a little more than that, 35 or 40. Wow. And mostly in the summertime? Mostly in the summertime. Yeah, because they're playing in the water. Almost always. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, so how long have you been metal detecting? I've been doing metal detecting off and on for probably 10 years, but I never, I didn't really get serious about it until um, about three years ago is when I started this to find people's valuables for right. me. And um, 
the person I followed is actually Gigmaster up in Virginia Beach. Okay. And he does the same thing. So um, I thought that'd be something I could do here in my retirement to help people out. Right. And do you just go out every day for fun or you just wait for the phone call? In the winter, I maybe go out twice a week, maybe three times a week. In the summer, I'm out almost every day. Yeah. Yeah. So you, you're, sounds like you're looking for more recently lost stuff, not so right. much historically lost stuff. Correct. Gotcha. Okay. And I, I remember I read one of your posts. Uh, you're on Instagram, is that right? Yes. I'm on Are you Instagram. also Twitter or anything else? Or no, just not Twitter. Facebook. I have a page on uh, Facebook, OBX, uh, Ed Lost Items. Okay. And on, um, on Instagram, it's really a real estate page. Right. But, oh, I, right, right, right. but I post these <laughs> things on there as well. Right. Yeah. That, that's where I know you're from. And I've seen some of your stuff. And I, I remember one time you mentioned that, uh, you know, people probably aren't going to be able to find stuff using rental metal detecting equipment because it's too basic. Right. So, so you, you have a, some, something a little higher level. Yeah. I, um, I used to have a mine lab Equinox, which was the best you could buy at the time. And not really the best, but it's probably the best low-priced metal detector. And this year, um, XP came out with one called the Deus II. So I ran out and bought that <laughs> just to see if it would work. Right. And it's almost like learning a foreign language because um, there's, I think there's 14 programs on the Deus II. Each program gives you something different for different locations. And you learn the sounds. Each metal makes a different sound. And each item makes a different sound. So you might find a piece of silver that's not a coin. And it'll make uh, maybe a longer sound. I don't know how to explain that. But you can actually, after you use it for a while, it's almost like, oh yeah, that's a nickel. Gotcha. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, you mentioned in one of your posts that, uh, or maybe actually you were talking to me the other day or something like that, you, you picked up steel or something like that. Right. Now, why would you pick up steel? Well, I do that all the time, actually. There's a lot of areas, uh, I would say most areas in the Outer Banks has a lot of, if you go out right here in your canal, you probably have a lot of metal in the water. And there, the reason for that is... Uh, there's people that have been here years and years before you and there's been boats go by and probably engines in the water and probably rings and who knows what but there'll be a lot construction material yeah that's what i'm thinking a lot of construction yeah i get a lot of that and so um the other day i was out in the sound looking for a gold ring with diamonds and it was hard to really look for it because there was so much of that other material And the other material makes a low tone. It's sort of like, "Mm." right. And if you hit gold or silver, it'll go. So it's a big difference, but sometimes it will mask. One will mask the other. Right. I know when I played with my uh, metal detector, sometimes if I'm in very shallow water, it it seems to give off some weird bounce back or something like that. Is that normal or am I... Or is that hard to say because you don't know my piece of equipment? Yeah, it's hard to say without knowing the detector. But um, in general, like if I get in deep water, if it's deeper than, say, six inches, I might change it to diving mode because Uh it will take care of 
Um, you'll have mineralization going by in the waves or in the water. Right. And your detector will pick up on that. Right. Okay. And so how many, uh, let's see, what's any, any good, any amazing stories you have from, you know, just finding stuff or are they all kind of amazing? They're, they're, <laughs> each one has its own has its own story and sure. actually I'm thinking about putting all the little stories together and making a book. Sure. Um, probably one of the best ones was last year in Nags Head and um, the gentleman called me and said she had lost, his fiance had lost a ring and he had just given it to her about two days prior. Right. And so I went out there and Found the ring pretty quick, and I decided to give it back to him. I said, since this was yours and you gave it to her a couple of days ago, I'm going to give it back to you, and you can do what you want with it. And, of course, he knelt there on the beach sure. and proposed all over again. And yeah. that I would say that's the best story. Yeah. It's like um, fairy tale. And she accepted again, and they <laughs> kissed. Right. And I got lots of pictures of it. Very cool. And so what's the longest period between the day they lost it and the day you found it actually that is the one i just found really it was seven days wow um above the, well that above was the timeline that was long no it was in the water oh, no. but it was in the sound which <laughs> okay is so the tire is minimal yeah. right right um but that one was seven days the longest in the ocean was six days wow and it's kind of interesting story because it the person called me after they had left the Outer Banks. And they sent me pictures of where they were staying. And they sent me pictures of the beach, everything. They probably sent me 20 pictures. Yeah. And so I went up there uh, probably about five days after they lost it. And the first day I didn't find a thing. Mm -hmm. And it was very close to the South Corolla parking area. Yeah. Where the fire station is. Right. So I went in there, and um, that was last year, and I didn't find a thing. And it was late in, uh, late in the year like this. And um, the second day, I was really concerned because the surf was starting to come up. It was probably a lot like we have right now. And I knew a storm was coming in. And um, I thought I'd spend some extra time, so I spent time doing it. And I, I did every area that I thought... It could be mm -hmm. dry sand and, and in the water. They thought they lost it in the water. And as the surf came in, and I was probably about um, less, than, less than knee deep, yeah. I saw the ring go by. No way. <laughs> I saw the ring go by. I didn't even detect it. I saw the ring go by in the wash yeah. as it was going back and forth and i put my coil over it just to hold it yeah and when uh when the water went back um i scanned it was there i scooped i found the ring in six days but i didn't really find it by detecting that's funny <laughs> yeah have you ever found, have you ever gone on a search for somebody's personal stuff and found something else that was almost equally surprising or incredible? Yes. Um, as a matter of fact, I've been in spindrift. Um, 
I was looking for Southern the, Shores or uh, no, Corolla. Uh, okay, yeah. Um, I was looking for a gentleman's wife's engagement ring. And uh, before I found the engagement ring, I found another ring. <laughs> uh, it was a men's ring. And um, I continued on and I found his ring. That was one of the first I found last year. I found his ring. And what was incredible about this is uh, I returned his ring and I got a call not long after that and said, hey, I lost my ring. And I said, where? Spindrift. It was the ring I already found. No. So I found it before wow. they called me. You're clairvoyant. <laughs> you Some, knew that was you coming. Know, <laughs> I, um, I'm a big believer in faith. Sure. And I think some things just happen. That's good. I think it's just sometimes I pray almost every time unless I forget about it. Right. Um, and sometimes I can't find what I'm looking for and I pray. And um, no, I, I would have to say I don't find everything far from That'd it. That'd be pretty amazing if you yeah. did. Yeah. If, if you lose your ring on the beach and you call me within a week, I'll probably find it. That's fine. If you lose it in the water, there are sometimes um, it's gone right oh, away. Oh, sure. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, with all the movement and everything. Um, if somebody wanted to get into this hobby, mm -hmm. what would you recommend? Well, there's a lot of people in the Outer Banks. There's another guy that actually has a Facebook site similar to mine. And I've met him, actually, because sometimes people will call two people and say, Hey, right. I have a free-for-all for this and go look right. for it. So I, I don't normally do that. If he's there, um, I forget his first name. But um, I walked up a couple weeks ago, actually, and he was there looking for it. And I said, hey, I'm Ed, introduced myself. He knew me from Facebook, I knew him. I said, well, it looks like you got this under control. And he said, yeah, I've covered all this area and all this area. So I said, is there anything I can do to help? And he said, I, I, think, I don't think it's here. So I actually left and, you know, but, um, there's that guy and there's another guy and there's a couple guys I know that don't return it. Right, I've heard of some of these people. <laughs> so um, you have to be careful. If you lose an item, you don't necessarily want to post it on Facebook. Right, as for, a free-for-all. Yeah, yeah, for several reasons. Um, there are metal detectors all the way across the state that will make a trip here if they know there's some gold in the water. And I think that happened a couple weeks ago. Somebody actually did that and they posted it. And within minutes, that post was shared in Western North Carolina. Wow. So, um, and I really, I looked for that item. I looked for that item and looked for that item and I never found it. Right. I do recall, and maybe you recall this, uh, Five, ten years ago, somebody found a Spanish medallion or something like that. Mm -hmm. And and so the speculation arose, well, if there's one, there's more. And, oh, yeah. And people started, you know, yeah. you know, a few of them, I guess, started hunting around, but I don't think anybody ever really came up with anything. Maybe somebody found a second piece. Did you hear about this story at all? I didn't. Okay. It's, it goes back a few years, at least five, maybe ten. So if, if you wanted to get into this hobby, what kind of, uh, would you recommend any equipment? 
Sure. I, um, I think the cheapest way you can get into it right now and be good on the beach here is probably in it. Mine Lab Equinox 600. Mm-hmm. It almost does everything the 800 does, and it is uh, much cheaper. And right now, the Mine Lab equipment is selling for less because the XPs came out and sure. everybody's buying them. So it, but it's a really good machine. The only flaw I had with that machine is if I took it in the water, it would leak. Gotcha. And um, you don't want to have a leaky machine and then somebody call you for, to find a ring. So the, for that reason, I always keep two. I have a primary and a backup. Right, right. And uh, so surely you have some personal treasures that you, you found, you know, that you couldn't find the owners of? Surely. Yeah, <laughs> I, I have a ring. Um, I don't know what it's called. The little cushioning things that you put a lot of rings okay. in. So I have... Probably about 75. 75 rings. That I haven't. And I would say most of the men's rings are probably um, tungsten. Like this one right here I found. I wear it. (laughs) (laughs) And that's tungsten. And I just like it because it's nice. Um, But I will post things. Like last week I posted that I found a men's ring up at um, the... um, Kerala Village Road, real close to there. And it had a date in it, and the date mm. was actually this year. So somebody got married this year and lost the ring. Oh, no. So I posted that one on OBX Locals, left it there for about two weeks. Huh. And so do you have, do you, have you kept a log with all these lost pieces to like, okay, I found this one in Kitty Hawk. I found this one in Gillibus. I'm an Excel nerd. So, uh, <laughs> you know I do that, right? Okay. So, I have, um, I have a contract I have people sign. It's not about money, but it's about telling the story and being able to publish, which and now it's your And now with. it's your story. Is that what you're saying? That's right. And so, um, the two things on that contract says, number one, I'm not responsible if my scoop hits it and then damages it. Sure. Maybe more than two. Uh, <laughs> if I find something else, like I did that one time, that's mine, not theirs. Right. Other than the item I'm looking for. And the other thing is I can publish their story complete yeah. with pictures. And that's Facebook, Instagram, or the book I'm thinking about writing. Right. Are, are you working for money? That's a great question. I used to. Mm-hmm. I used to charge a call-out fee uh, to come out, and I changed because I didn't want to do that. I didn't want to prevent anybody from finding their item because they didn't have the cash on them. Sure. So what I do now is it doesn't matter if you're in Hatteras or you're in Corova, although I don't like to go up there. I hate driving them. <laughs> right. But I will come look at, for your item for nothing. Okay. And um, I rely on people's generosity. I'll tell them up front, you know, I drive a truck. Trucks take a lot of gas. So I'm hoping that you will um, give me something for my gas. I never tell them what. Sure. I never, never say, hey, I need 50 bucks or I need 20. Right. So I never tell them what. And I'm hoping if I find your item, um, there might be some type of reward. And people... Um, I would say almost always. I would say I've only had maybe two or three people that 
didn't give me anything and I'm okay with that sure um, there was a gentleman I found a ring and a necklace for and he just you could tell he didn't have it right and I'm okay with that because sure. that's why I'm doing the whole thing I mentioned that I was a believer I like to give back sure. a little what I, yeah whatever I can do for somebody I was in Orlando a couple years ago and I had a long walk in 100 degree heat and there was a rickshaw guy and I'm thinking, well, this this has got to be walking in the heat. So let me see what he, he charges. So I ask him, he's like, uh, all I take is generous donations or a generous tip, I think is what he called it. I, I, figured, I, I said to myself, well, that's fair. You know, I can. And I, I think I gave him $20 for probably 10 minutes of work. <laughs> you know what I'm thinking? He's, if he gets a couple, you know, several of those a day, he's probably doing pretty good. So, you know, yeah. sometimes I think there's some, you know some goodwill to uh, to that well some people like earlier this year I found the four carat blue sapphire on uh, platinum and the lady was just so thrilled I thought she was going to die she <laughs> fell down like, <laughs> like she was shot <laughs> when I found it and uh, I don't know she was just so thrilled and um, she was also very generous nice so it's good uh, to hear. Yeah. You know, I, and I would expect it more times than not. So, you know, I'm sure the really good times That's outweigh true. the really bad times. That's right. And it's all attitude. It's all about, you know, expectations and, and positive attitude. Uh, so we talked about your personal treasures. Um, anything historical, you know, maybe non-jewelry related or anything like that that you found that's kind of interesting? I find very little historical items. And I think it's because... Probably a combination of the fact that um, the beach is always changing here. So nothing is going to stay out there very long. And there's a lot of detectorists out there. Yeah. So um, probably the oldest thing I found, I don't even really understand what it is. It's a replica of a 1901 $10 gold piece. So I say replica, it's about... um, it's about the size, less than the size of a business card. Right. But it's got detail of everything on that gold piece, including the uh, serial number. Huh. It's serialized. Huh. But it's made out of, I think it's made out of copper. And it could have been a souvenir maybe sold here on the Outer Banks in the early, say, 30s or 40s. Yeah, I don't know. Crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but that's probably the oldest item. I have a couple of rings that look a little bit antique, but it's really hard to tell without a date. Are they something. pretty worn out? Um, one of them is silver and it has a stone in it and it's really beautiful. It's not worn out at all, but just the, um, uh, the way the silver's done, it's like filigree, a lot of work in it. Oh yeah. So, um. I I just think it's old, but I could be completely wrong. Right. Right. And do you take this to jewelry stores at all, just out of curiosity sometimes? Not, not typically. Every once in a while, I'll take it to um, either Creative Jewelers or Gale, and, um, but not very often. Yeah. Just once in a while. If something is really... Like, I found a pretty nice ring um, that had been buried for a long time. Mm. It was on a path up to a hotel and I thought it could have been 
Alexandrite, which is uh, a stone. It's a birthstone for June. Okay. And it's pretty expensive if you get natural Alexandrite. Um, But it turned out to be amethyst. Right. Still a beautiful stone Mm -hmm. and ring. And uh, I had the jeweler actually clean it up, and it was missing some marcasite in it, which sort of looks like small diamonds. Okay. And the jeweler cleaned it up, gave it back to me, and I gave it to my wife. Right. Yeah. She she a big fan of your hobby? (laughs) I can't tell you how many rings my wife has. She came out a couple days ago and said, look. And she had like 12 rings. These are the ones I wear. (laughs) I didn't even know she had them. I I lost track. (laughs) That's funny. You have so much jewelry, you've lost track. Yeah. (laughs) Um, What was I just going to say? Oh, just for the listeners and anybody who cares, uh, I am married. I do have a wedding band. I don't wear it in the summertime (laughs) because I'm in the water a lot. And every time I take on... and. You know, take off and put on a ring is a chance for me to lose it, or if I'm you know have to jump in the water. Um, I used to be in water sports for 25 years, and I just realized it's going to be a lot safer. So I stow it for about six, seven months in the summertime, and in, in the wintertime I break it out. <laughs> I put mine in my truck console when I'm normally on the beach, and I don't do it because I want to pick up chicks. I do. It <laughs> I do it because I have a uh, pin pointer that you're probably familiar with. It's like a little wand they use in airports. Okay, yeah. So I use that pinpointer on very small items. If I'm detecting and I can't see the item, maybe it'll fall through my scoop, I'll use the pinpointer to find it. So very small gold beads or something like that. Okay. So that's why I do it. If I pick up a, a bunch of sand with my left hand, which is what I typically do, then I go like this. If I've got my ring on, it'll go off every time. Right. So. Right. I am very good at finding Spanish reals that are fake. <laughs> there, where, where do they come there's from? There's a lot of those out there. They've fallen off bathing suits or something? <laughs> I don't You know, I think some of the shops sell them yeah. for kids. Right. So I've found... Um, or at least I think they're all fake. Um, I'm pretty sure they are. What's a real look like? I should know this. It's got the cross in it, and it's okay. um, it's round and it's about that big. There's silver oh, ones and there are kind of um, gold ones as well. Do, do what do you see? Um, this was the question I was thinking of. What do you see salt water um, doing to like gold and silver over time? Um, silver, it'll turn it black very quickly. It'll, um, matter of fact, silver can be in the ground for a month and be, be black. It wow. just depends on where it's at. Sure. And how wet it is. Uh, gold, uh, if it's good gold, it's, it stays beautiful. Is that right? Yeah. There's very little corrosion on gold. Um, uh, the other thing I notice is if I find a penny and it's prior to 1984... It'll look just like a penny. It'll look like it just fell out of somebody's pocket. Oh, okay. But if I find a modern penny, they're mostly zinc. Right. And the ocean will corrode those in a matter of days, weeks. Turn greenish or black? They turn green, black, and they dissolve. They yeah. actually, um, they'll be small pieces of pennies. Right. Um, what, 
where's your well i shouldn't i was going to ask you where's your favorite favorite place to hunt but we don't know if we want to say that you know uh, (laughs) it's everybody knows it's where people uh, congregate the most so it's around piers and things like that but you know you never know it could be a place like um i don't know lillian or or some place where people don't hang out as much right What's the most annoying trash that you find? Oh, bottle caps. Bottle caps. Beer bo- bottle caps. And what's really annoying about them is beer bottle caps will ring up somewhere around 64 and 65. And so did that gold ring I found the other day. It was 64. Um, difference in tone, big difference in tone. You can actually, um, because the bottle caps have the little edges, you can hear that. It's like a zzz, is that right? Yeah, and whereas the ring will have a solid tone. Mm-hmm. Are you wearing headphones? Um, I try not to, especially in the summer because my ears sweat. Yeah, right. <laughs> but um, most of the time you'll see me, and I'll the um, XP has a puck that is attached. It's all wireless, so the coil is wireless. Mm-hmm. The controller is wireless and the earphone driver is wireless. And most of the time I will have that puck attached to my shirt with little clips and Apple iPhone. Gotcha. Okay. I guess that helps you dial into the sounds and it does. stuff, right? Yeah. No, if I know I'm going in water, my headphones are waterproof, so I'll go in water. And because it's wireless, you could, uh, you could put the coil underwater without too much problems. Unless not true um, yeah. what what you have with the XP is you actually have a wire that runs up to the controller and it's it's not what you think it's not a wire that goes inside it's a waveguide so it'll actually pick up the signal down there and transfer it to the controller okay so it's still wireless and they don't it doesn't use that wire unless you're deeper than maybe six inches okay and personally, I try not to get in water. If I know somebody lost, like a couple years ago up at Corolla Light, there was a lady that lost a big diamond ring. And she called me, and um, I was in the water for probably four hours, and <laughs> right. pretty, pretty good surf, and uh, never found it. So I try not to do that. I try not to go any deeper than needy because I don't want to lose myself or my equipment mm-hmm. um, but I have gone in at times and, and I just wanted to mention um, what to do if you lose your item Okay. because this happens to me so often number one don't post it on Facebook because somebody will go out there and get it and take it to a pawn shop Right. number two try to refrain from digging for it because, and I know you want to do that, you want to find it, but it'll make it go deeper. Right. I mean, sand is, they say quicksand for a reason. <laughs> right. It just keeps, especially if it's a gold or silver, it wants to go deeper. Yeah. Um, and the other thing is try to take a picture or on your iPhone, you can do, and an Android, you can do a pinpoint. That's right. Drop a pin. So, um, and then... The last but not least, call somebody as soon as possible because the longer it's on the beach, the more likely you won't get it back. Yeah. 
a redfish could eat it, a bird could take it, another detector person could take it. Yeah. Um, there's all kind of yeah. things. The pin drop, that's, that's a good one. That makes yeah. a lot of sense. Pin drop, I, I've had actually in three years, I've had one person do that. <laughs> <laughs> right. All this technology, we forget that we have it. I know. know. <laughs> you got the computer in your pocket. <laughs> so uh, let me back up a little, a little bit. Uh, so where did you come from? Well, that's a great question. Oh, boy. <laughs> um, so I uh, retired from, I lived up in Suffolk. Okay, no, not too I, far away. I worked at the shipyard uh, just at the very end of my career at Newport News. And before that, I was actually a teacher. Okay. Um, I taught at Newport News and also at Hampton. Hampton uh, County City? Or? City. Yeah. Hampton City Schools. I taught at Sims Middle School. I was a middle school math teacher. Man, yeah, it's a, and that uh, that can be a tough neighborhood from time to time. <laughs> yeah, um, in Newport News, I taught at um, trying to think Huntington Middle School, which they've closed down, and that's in a really rough area. And um, one year, I've had children, school-age children, that have been shot. And um, it's it's horrendous. It's right. just terrible. Yeah. But um, you know that that profession is very demanding, but it's also very rewarding. Sure. Because when you have people, I, I think that age group um, is an age where people decide. They decide what they're going to be and what they're going to do, and right. they're going to go this way or they're going to. And to be able to influence people. It's good. Sure. Yeah. I used to be a teacher and I know exactly what you're saying. Yeah. Um, what did you teach? Physical education. Okay. I can tell you're <laughs> in good shape. I better, I got to lose some weight, but uh, yeah. Three, three we, years of, don't we all? <laughs> <laughs> three years of private school, three years of public school. And then, then you, you live in Kitty Hawk. You're probably familiar with the Kitty Hawk United Methodist Church. Mm-hmm. They have a wonderful preschool there. My kids went to the preschool and I found a way to, um, haggle or negotiate tuition by being a volunteer um, PE teacher there. And then when my kids graduated, I just stayed on. I was there for 10 or 12 years. Yeah. Just as a one day a week, I'd go in, run around with the kids for three hours. And it was, it was fun, good fun. You know? yep. And the funny thing is, is now I, uh, I'm the head lacrosse coach at First Flight High School. And there's, geez, probably half a dozen kids on the team that. You know, I remember when they were three and four years old in preschool. <laughs> so you stick around the community long enough, you meet a few people, you know. That's right. Including the kids, which has been good. Um, that was a great talk. Would you like to talk about uh, or promote? Here's your chance to promote anything, you know, could be, you know, the SPCA. It could be your 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 real, real estate, estate business, your wife's real estate business. I would like to promote the fact that um, there's too much plastic on the beach. Good point. Um, every time I work, I volunteer on the aquarium sometimes, and I'll be the person that stands in the uh, star center, and I'll tell the people about the turtles and stuff. Mm-hmm. But every time I see a young person go through there, I'll say, um, what are you going to do? 
what are you going to do when you grow up? And I'll ask him, and every once in a while I'll hear about engineer. I'll be an engineer, and I'll say, I need you to engineer something for me. Plastic that's really, really strong, but dissolves in two weeks if yeah. it goes in the ocean. Yeah. And uh, a lot of people don't realize with turtles, they um, if they ingest plastic, if they see a bottle cap, they think, shrimp, I'm eating it. Mm-hmm. If they see a plastic bag, they think jellyfish, I'm eating it. And their internal organs are made in such a way where they can't belch it back up. Mm. And they're made that way because they get their water from their food and they have to belch up the salt water. Mm. A lot of people don't know that. And um, so the plastic is a deadly trap for them. Right. And so, uh, yeah, I'd like to promote that. Of course, I would like to selflessly promote my real estate business as well. I work for um, Beach Realty and Kitty Hawk, and they're a fantastic organization. Been in business for 52 years. And uh, the premier realty firm in the Outer Banks. Nice. Yeah. Good to hear. And yeah. uh, how, how has real estate been for you the last couple of years? You know, last year was the best year we ever had. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's like a feeding frenzy. Everybody everybody found out they could work from home. And if you got a choice of working from Philadelphia (laughs) or working from the Outer Banks, what are you going to pick? Yep. (laughs) So um, a lot of people moved in last year. This year has slowed down. Of course, the rates are higher right now. But there's something in real estate right now that you couldn't get six months ago. And that's a deal. There are some deals out there right now. Mm. You start to balance out a little yeah, bit. Yeah, so if you're looking for a house, now might be a good time for you. Right. Um, but anyway, I enjoy real estate. I enjoy um, working with the turtles, and I enjoy ring finding. That's me in a nutshell. <laughs> the big three right there. That's it. Excellent. Well, that's good to hear. Well, thanks for your time. I really appreciate it. I think that was a great talk. Enjoyed being here. Thank you for asking. My pleasure. Thanks for listening to the show, and I hope you enjoyed these stories. I think the Outer Banks is a special place, and sharing it with other people who love the Outer Banks is a real privilege for me. If you have a specific topic you'd like to hear or a specific person, please leave a note in the comments, and I'll see what I can do. Remember, if you want to find treasure on the Outer Banks, just talk to a local.